You are Locked On Clemson, your daily podcast on the Clemson Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Clemson Nation, and welcome into the Locked On Clemson Podcast. Happy Thursday. Hopefully you all are having a great day today. We're going to get good vibes going for today and Friday and all weekend long. We got a good show for you coming up. We're going to be talking about more players in the transfer portal. Another player has gone ahead and gotten in the transfer portal. We'll also talk about their destinations, what that could be for some of these guys that have already found a new home. We'll talk about a former Clemson quarterback now getting an opportunity to play some football up north. Canadian Football League, that's a little exciting and great for this player to get an opportunity. And lastly, we'll talk about this Clemson men's basketball team seemingly surging up in the projections for seeding for the NCAA tournament. Can't wait to get into that big show. If you'll do us a huge favor, follow me over on Twitter. That's at Ellis Tolbert, E-L-L-I-S-T-O-L-B-E-R-T for more conversation. I'd love to have you. And as always, please subscribe to the Locked On Clemson Podcast. That way you can get the episodes when they drop, as they drop. You don't want to miss a single one. We're going to keep you up to date with all things Clemson Athletics. Rate and review the show if you will. Today's show comes to our awesome sponsors over at rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com. Tell them Locked On sent you. Let's go. So if you're riding along in your car or you're at work or you're at the gym or you're just relaxing, turn this up. We need to have this conversation. This is something that I've spoken about ad nauseum here at Locked On Clemson, and that is the transfer portal. The reason why we're getting into this is we had another player hit the transfer portal and already has a new home in college football. We'll get into that. That's not even the important part. We need to talk about the transfer portal in general. The reason why this seems to hurt people so much, I've looked on message boards here and there on Twitter everywhere and people have nothing but nasty things to say about these players that are leaving and naturally being a player myself i want to defend people i've played sports you've played sports probably listening to this you know we have no problem with coaches leaving for new opportunities you know they want a better job so they get a raise if you're a coordinator and someone at another big school wants you to be their head coach because they just fired their crappy old coach We're excited about those guys getting opportunities or maybe a little sad that they're leaving, but those guys get a new job and we're like, okay. Or if you are leaving because the culture is just toxic and you want to go somewhere else and start new and help rebuild a school, cool. Or the inverse of that is you go to a school and you thought you were ready for a rebuild, but you weren't. You you were not ready for that. So you want to go somewhere else. Or you have the vaunted mutual separation a la Mark Richt at Georgia. There was no mutual separation. They fired the guy and they made it look really nice. (laughs) So we're okay with that with coaches, but we're not okay with that with players because we give you room and board and we pay for your education and we groom you to be a potential NFL star one day, make millions of dollars. It's not that simple. There's reasons why guys want to go to other schools. It's not necessarily because the culture is bad or they're homesick or They don't get enough playing time. Sometimes it's simple as I am a graduate player who already has my degree here. I would like to go further in my degree and my pursuit of education, but you do not offer the master's program that I need. Therefore, I'm going to go somewhere else. Thank you for the time here. I'll see you later. Playing football gets me that opportunity to go and go to school for essentially free, but it's not free. You're playing for your education. And think about it. This is one of the biggest things you have as a player. The NFL is not necessarily a guarantee for any of these players, any of them. 
Something could happen tragically and then their football dreams are gone. Or you're a four-year starter at a school. You're one of the greatest players ever. You get into the NFL, you might crack a practice squad. And if you're happy about practice squad, sure, making $400,000 to go out there and practice against the starters and no one even knows who you are and you could just live in a swanky lifestyle with 400 k that's pretty nice life, right? But some guys want more than that. Some guys want to be your lawyers, your doctors. They want to be your new epidemiologist for things like pandemic and COVID. They want to be more than just a football player. So what do they do? They go and change their opportunities. Now, I'm not saying all guys that transfer, transfer for good reasons. <laughs> I, you know, I'm not going to down talk any specific players, but when it comes to tampering in this transfer portal, I feel like we definitely had one or two this season that have definitely reached into our guys and sold them a little bit of a pipe dream when they knew that they were a little bit wavering. And then the play in time thing, I get it. Do I like it? No, I'm a competitor at heart. I want to win. I'm sure every person has walked through Clemson feels the same. You want to win. You're a competitor. But if you're not getting the carries or you're not getting the catches or the you're not on the field for a couple of defensive series and you thought you were, we used to do that crap where we promised a guy a carry here or there the first carry of the game we saw how that worked out sometimes that's not the case you have to earn everything that you get so if a player's wanting to leave just solely off of playing time there is an issue with that i can see it but a lot of these guys are leaving for just different reasons it's, it's not always the same thing and every time i look around i have seen some of the nastiest stuff said about these players as they leave mike jones jr has graduated from clemson has a degree from clemson university wants to go to lsu and can continue his education and play for the Tigers down there. Everyone's now saying Mike Jones Jr. is one of the worst players ever. We should have had Trent Simpson starting. We should have had all these other people playing. Why was he even at Clemson if he wanted to leave in the first place? Yada, yada, yada. Terrible kid. We have Lee Anthony Williams, the newest player who went into the transfer portal, is now going to be playing for Marshall up in West Virginia. Everybody's talking about how he was no good and he was going to get buried in the depth chart anyway, so he should have transferred a long time ago. And all this stuff about these players that you loved literally just six months ago. I remember people talking about how important it was to not have Mike Jones Jr. on the field for Boston College and Notre Dame. And you fast forward a couple of months and now this is the rhetoric that we have. We got to do better, Clemson. We got to do better about that. We're not the only school that has transfers. LA LSU has been gutted. Every other school has been gutted. That's just the way it is. And I know a lot of that is because we see other schools, you know, getting all these transfers and because Dabo Sweeney has set the precedent that he didn't necessarily want to go into the transfer portal because he gets the right players out of high school, culture wise and athletic wise, that we think that we are better than everyone else at every level on at anything that you could ever do college football. That's just not the way it is. That's not the way it is. So think about this too. We do the same thing with recruiting a player. Player is putting Clemson in the top three. And we're like, oh, this player, you should come to Clemson, give him love, talking about his tape, making videos on YouTube. We're coming on live podcasts and shows talking about how great this player is. When he goes somewhere else, now he's the worst player in the world. We didn't want you anyway. You were never going to beat out this guy. Yada, yada, yada. We got to change that. Now, certainly you are entitled to your opinion about any of these subjects, but you have to understand too that we are a part of that culture. When players hear all this negative talk about this, 
them and makes them question why they wanted to come and be a part of Clemson family. I'm, I'm doing my fingers right now. The quote, Clemson family. I know you guys remember when Xavier Thomas put out his list. You know, he had South Carolina on there. South Carolina was going up against us and a couple of other schools. They were all loving this kid. But when he decided to go to Clemson, it was all trash talk about how this guy sucks. We got him. He looked exciting his freshman season. But sophomore, junior years, little sketch, right? It is what it is. Now we're doing what South Carolina is doing and saying this guy's a bust. We didn't need him. Oh, why? Why we have so many other guys that can play? That's what I'm getting at. So when someone wants to transfer, they just want to transfer. It's no different than you leaving your toxic situation of if your wife is treating you badly or cheating on you, you want to go somewhere else. If your job's not giving you the raise for a job that you've been working at for five years, or they just don't even have the opportunity for you to move up in your position, what do you do? You look for another job. No hard feelings sometimes. Sometimes, yeah, there are. If you're in a toxic situation and you're a player, I commend you for leaving. The guys that all left Tennessee, I commend you for leaving. But you can't really go after these kids because they're making the decision for their future. Again, some of these guys don't have the NFL in their future. Even if they do, you're one injury away from never playing again. So just be mindful of what they're doing. Understand that Clemson's not the only school that's got to deal with transfers. Clemson's not the only school that can get great players of great culture as if we're the only school that can get good cultured players. We got to do better. We got to do better. We got Jordan Williams leaving to go to Virginia Tech. He's a graduate guy. We got Niles Pinckney, graduate guy. Could have left a long time ago, being in a shuffle with a bunch of freshmen. He's gone to Minnesota. Lee Anthony Williams, like I said, a player who's been shuffled with a bunch of freshmen and sophomore, is now going to Marshall. Mike Jones Jr., who was a starter, it's a little bit of a head scratcher, but in the situation, hey, he's wanting to go for more education. Good on him. I'd rather him do that than straight up say, I, I, don't, I just don't like Dabo Sweeney. What? <laughs> that would be different. Now, we had some guys going. Demarcus Bowman, Caleb Boating. Okay, I get it. Playing time, missing home, whatever. But I'm not going to hate on the kids because they want to make their decision. That's on them. They go somewhere else and it ends up being bad. That's on them. All we did was give them that opportunity for room and board for their education, and for their dreams at the NFL. Coming up in the next segment, we're going to talk about another former Clemson player getting an opportunity to play in the Canadian Football League. More of that right here on Locked On Clemson. Before I get to that, though, let me tell you about my friends over at rockauto.com. One reason to repair and maintain your car is to save cash that you can then use for other important things like the mortgage or food, especially in these COVID times, you need to keep all of that. Why would you choose to spend up to 30%, 50%, 100% more for the exact same auto parts in a chain store or or a new car dealership. Nobody likes going to those places anyway. If you go to a chain store, they're going to ignore you. The guy with greasy hands is going to be looking at the computer the entire time and not even looking at you. And if you go to a car dealership, they're going to just try to upsell you on everything. <laughs> They'll try to give you 22s for your Pinto, right? But chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. In fact, RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing the prices based on what the market will bear like the airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require any kind of membership or account logins. Your grandma at 87 years old can use rockauto.com. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. So whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in just a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your car and choose the brands, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your 
car or truck. Make sure to write locked in, make sure to write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so that they know that we sent you. They've got amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. February is Black History Month, and the Locked On Podcast Network is honoring the challenges and success of black men and women in sports with a new series called Locked On Presents More Than the Game. Don't miss this week's episode featuring Candace Cooper of Locked On Tar Heels and Erica Ayala of Locked On Women's Basketball discussing the opportunities and challenges that come with being a black woman in sports. There's a new episode coming next week, so go ahead and subscribe to the Locked On Presents podcast feed on Radio.com app or wherever you get your podcasts. We're all in here at Locked On Clemson. Thanks for sticking with us. Segment two underway. I know that first segment was a little heavy, but we had to do that. We had to get it out there and talk about this. Now we're going to move on to something that's good, in my opinion, something that's really awesome. I know a lot of Clemson players, former teammates, and some fans are super happy about this opportunity for this kid. I also know that there's a lot of people in the Clemson fan base who are not big fans of this kid because of what happened. And he kind of goes on along with that first segment talk about the transfer guys. He was the biggest transfer for Clemson in recent history, and that's Kelly Bryant. Um, we know about his unceremonious departure from the Tigers. Uh, 2017, you're taking over Deshaun Watson, a quarterback that won the national championship for you in the first time in 30 plus years. And then you go and follow this guy up. You make it to the playoffs, fall short. Next year, you're coming in to start. True freshman's in there on your heels. He outshines you in a game. You can't handle it and leave. After that, once you leave, this kid goes on to win a national championship by landslide. And here you are at Missouri having arguably less impressive numbers in your starting season there, your only season there than the one lone starting season at Clemson. So it's tough. It's tough. And, you know, I, again, unceremonious departure. I, I'm not sitting here saying the way that was handled was good, but he felt that he needed to go somewhere else to get more tape for the NFL. Now, we also know that he did not hear his name called in the draft, which surprised absolutely no one. I didn't think Kelly Bryant was ready for the NFL. I didn't think Missouri got him ready. I knew that he thought that going there with Barry Odom as head coach and Derek Dooley, who's been a coordinator in the NFL, would do everything they need to get this guy ready for the NFL. He wasn't. He didn't have a whole lot of talent with him. He had a pretty good tight end, pretty good running back, but they didn't have a whole lot of other guys that could successfully help him get to the NFL tape-wise. He also isn't that good of a quarterback. That's not a shot at Kelly Bryant. He's not good enough for the NFL at this point. Now, he might go and show people that he is ready but as of him leaving Missouri, he was not ready. I've heard this conversation before. People said, how did Lamar Jackson get successful in the NFL and Kelly Bryant didn't? Well, there's a difference. Lamar Jackson runs a solid 4-3-40, I'm sure. Kelly Bryant's running that 4-6, if I'm not mistaken, ran a 4-7-40 in the NFL combine. Slower than Deshaun Watson. I imagine slower than Trevor Lawrence. But remember, he was seen as the running quarterback out of the three. Kelly Bryant was not necessarily a running quarterback. And I've said this a lot too. I feel the thing about Kellen Mond. I don't think these guys are running quarterbacks. I think they are getting hyped because they are mobile. Kelly Bryant wanted to throw the ball. He just was very tentative at doing it. He didn't have the opportunities to really progress at all, but that's okay. Now he's getting an opportunity to go up north playing for the Toronto Argonauts in the Canadian Football League. He's actually going to be joining his cousin, Martavis Bryant. We know about his 
a long maligned career in the NFL, both with the Steelers and the Raiders. Now he's getting an opportunity to go up to Canada and really make amends for himself. Kelly Bryant's going to get the chance to do that too. He might go up there, like I said, impress a lot of scouts for the NFL. And we know that the NFL is. There's a lot of quarterbacks that are not good at all playing right now. He could have the opportunity to come down and maybe make a roster at some point. I'm happy for the kid. I'm legitimately happy for Kelly Bryant because it's hard to see a Clemson player not be successful. And again, I know that there's a lot of Clemson fans who have just completely written this kid off because of how it happened. And now he's down at Missouri and nobody even acts like they remember who Kelly Bryant was. I get it. But Kelly Bryant was still a Clemson Tiger. He still has a Clemson degree. So, you know, I'm happy for this kid getting an opportunity. He's going to go up there and play football that's a little different. Maybe he gets to hone his skills a little bit. Maybe he doesn't get a call from the NFL, but maybe you can make a name for yourself in Canadian Football League, make some money, call it a career. If not, rely on that education that you got. That's that's really what it boils down to. If it doesn't work out for you in the NFL, make it work in the Canadian Football League. If you don't make it work in the Canadian Football League, put that education to use. That's all I can say about it. Excited about it. And it's, it's cool to see the dynamic too of what it's going to be like for him playing with his big cousin and Martavis Bryant. Maybe they connect and that might be the biggest thing that you've seen in Canadian football history. That could be awesome. Coming up in the final segment, we'll talk more about Clemson men's basketball and where they could be seated in the NCAA tournament right here on Locked On Clemson. Before I do that though, let me tell you about my friends over at betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to place a bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and NHL are still in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. It's crazy, right? Real-time updated odds and props on almost everything that you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Make sure to use the promo code LOCKEDON. Final segment of the Lockdown Clemson podcast is here. We're going to talk briefly about the Clemson men's basketball team. They have a big game coming up tomorrow night because they are, as of right now, being projected as the sixth seed in national projections for the NCAA tournament. They're averaging out around the eighth seed, though, but we're getting a couple of other guys. Jerry Palm of CBS Sports has them at six, playing some playing games. They're playing another bubble team in the ACC and Georgia Tech. Now, they're getting a lot of this love because of the two ACC wins over North Carolina and Syracuse looking very dominant doing it. So we need to continue this momentum getting a big win over the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. If you're going to the game, scream loudly. If you're not going to the game, watch it on TV. This team needs all the good juju that they can get. The more that they win, the more consistent that they are, the better off they'll be. Now, I don't see them cracking top three, but I could definitely see them getting up to fourth or fifth uh, in this projection type stuff. So we want to see this team get out there and win. Uh, Ken Palm has them at 47. Their net is at 47. They have the 12th ranked strength of schedule in the country. Their outer conference schedule, though, is pretty bad. It's 118, but you can't help that. We know that the ACC is the reason why they have the 12th strongest schedule in the country. I'm excited about this team. They're going to make some noise, but they have to play consistent. With that said, we've come to the end of today's episode. 
Appreciate each and every one of you. Follow me on Twitter at Ellis Tolbert, E-L-L-I-S-T-O-L-B-E-R-T for more conversation. I'd love to have you. And as always, subscribe to the Locked On Clemson podcast. That way you can get the episodes as they drop, when they drop. You don't want to miss a single one. Let me keep you up to date with all things Clemson athletics. If you like what you heard, please rate the show with a big old five-star rating and leave a review for us. It'll be great for the Locked On Network. As always, it's great to be a Clemson Tiger. I'll catch you right here on Locked On Clemson, part of the Locked On Podcast Network tomorrow. Have a great day.